everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, uh, Barbenheimer. 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 Ba- Barbenheimer. That happened. <laughs> That'd be so funny if, like, the entire hour is just... <laughs> it's just Barbenheimer. I was just saying that over and over. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, uh, Barbenheimer happened. Uh, which which one do you want to talk about first? Oh, I mean, they, you just want to go right into it? They're both horrible, woke trash. I mean, that is true. That is true. And it, honestly, Barbie is way more political than Oppenheimer. It's so Disgusting. obvious how much Hollywood hates men nowadays, and it, it's just like... See, I, that's what it is. See, they brought every all the, all the bros in with Oppenheimer to see the big explosion, right? Yep. And then they're brainwashing them with Barbie. It's true. Yeah, because now every guy is just gay for Ryan Gosling. It's it's just not fair. They're trying to make us gay or trans. <clears throat> Actually, they're trying to turn a patriarchy into a matriarchy as well. They're trying to you know women rule the world type dealio. Trying to brainwash everyone into seeing that in the future. When will this stuff end, Aaron? I don't know. I hate the world we live in now. Wait, let me send it to you. <laughs> I sent it to the Discord. I want to read this. So this is a. F- flyer that someone in my discord apparently found at a showing of barbie craziest thing i've ever seen oh no yeah i saw that warning in all in three (laughs) exclamation points do not bring your children to see barbie according to movie guide there is a clear agenda which shows that studios continue to neglect the safety of young children and disregard the biggest audience in cinema families in recent interview with without Harry Nepp, a transgendered woman who stars as Dr. Barbie, confirmed that the movie is an exploration of femininity and sexualization with a clear gross agenda in mind to push sexuality onto children. How could they do that? Now, honestly, when I left Barbie, I was horny. I mean, (laughs) all I could think about was Ryan Gosling's tits. Like, that's it. They're not wrong about that. I was so horny for Ryan. But anyway. I couldn't help myself. Gives you a boner and you can't help it. And Alan. I was all about Alan. It's candy with a little poison, and that's what I like, Neff told out of Barbie. Other issues the movies include, little girls smack their baby dolls in the movie and say, girls don't have to be mothers anymore. Do Do you remember that part? They don't do that, but okay. (laughs) No, no, I remember that part. What are you talking about? They say that exact thing. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yep. That That was in the movie. Yeah, that was in the movie. (laughs) <laughs> Another attack on the patriarchy, Barbieville is good because they remove the men and women are now in charge. And if you remove the men, you get rid of problems. Ken is the villain and Barbie hates Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So like I didn't uh, even watch the movie. It's so <clears throat> funny. Barbie Simulu says the movie will be a final nail for gender-based norms. Whether a biblical worldview is important to you or not, it's safe to say that most discerning parents don't want poison mixed in with their children's candy, let alone their entertainment. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Barbie has caused one of the most political like outroars of any movie ever. Whereas Oppenheimer, no one is talking politics at all about the movie. I find that so hilarious. There, there have been a couple people, but yeah, like the the vast majority of people are are hating on Barbie for... It's literally because it has to do with women. It's fucking crazy, dude. How, yeah. like, people freak out with anything to do with women. But, you know, what? Uh, bobbing of Hiroshima and, and all that, you know, corrupt situation going on there with the politics? Nah. Nah, screw that, man. <laughs> women. 
But anyway, what did you think of Oppenheimer? I have a mixed opinion on Oppenheimer. Overall, I thought it was great, but it's one of those things where like the buildup took too long. It's a very patient, tedious movie. Uh, yeah. Lots of dialogue. And it's very easy to get lost because they bounce around nonstop from like the past to the future. And there's so many different people in this movie. It's all over the place. This is the type of movie that I think would benefit so much from subtitles. No, actually, I didn't realize this until I bought tickets. There was actually a uh, closed caption version of the movie you could watch in theaters, in my theater at least. I wish I went to that showing because same (laughs) because i was like me personally i didn't like it basically for all the reasons that you said it was it dragged on yeah which at the same time it felt like everything was like all the important things were rushed but the non-important things dragged on and also yeah what you're talking about the future past present situation where you never really knew where you were half the time that Mm -hmm. really annoyed the crap out of me there is a good moments in the movie. Yeah. But it just took way too long to get there and was overshadowed with all the boring stuff that I didn't really care for. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I can see how a history buff would be enthralled by this, you know, seeing everything unfold because they're kind of, um, you know, they're aware of everything that takes place. They know who all these people are. But for someone who isn't aware of Oppenheimer's life, like myself, it gets kind of confusing at points. Which is why I feel like they really failed on that front because, you know, the majority of people who are going to be watching this are people who don't know much about Oppenheimer. But like someone like me, I, you know, watched an Oppenheimer documentary. I, I researched stuff on Oppenheimer just out of, you know, curiosity in general. Yeah. Uh, like way before the movie. Honestly, I feel like I didn't even learn that much more than I already did know. And the stuff that I learned was just stuff that didn't matter. Mini spoiler here. Anyone else hate the jump scare sex scene? The jump scare sex scene? Do, do you not? I don't, do you not <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. Jump scare? Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I thought it was. I thought it was a jump scare because because they were just chatting and they were just looking at each other, and then boom, they're banging like just boom right there. You don't remember that? No, not really. <laughs> they were ha- they were having a conversation at the party, and then they just looked at each other for a second, and then boom, they're naked on top of each other. Oh, really? That's <clears> funny. Yeah. <laughs> what did it? And, was and, it accompanied by one of Nolan's loud bangs that he likes to use? Dude, I wish. It, it literally made me jump because I was just, like, not expecting. <laughs> just, it, boom, sex. I thought they were going to, like, kiss or make out or something. Is it is it the same? This is the scene where um they- He says the line? Yeah, he says the line. Oh, mm-hmm. man. I didn't- I thought that scene was I, silly. I hated that. That scene was so dumb, dude. I feel like it really just ruined that line. It did. It, it honestly, cheapened it, you know? They should have said the line one time. Yeah. And it should have been when it was said during the yeah. atomic bombing, like the test. So I hated that they said it multiple times, first of all. And second, that they said it during a sex scene. What made it so dumb to me, <clears throat> like if they wanted to include it in that scene, whatever. But the way it was done was so dumb. She walks over to the bookshelf randomly and she picks out a book 
Like, at, they're in the middle of banging. Like, who does that? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. she goes over. She picks out a book from the bookshelf. She brings it over. She's like, you can read in Sanskrit? And he's like, yeah, I can. And she's like, oh, cool. <laughs> she opens to a random-ass page, and she shows it to him. And she puts his dingling back into her vingling. And then they start banging <laughs> again. And she's like, now start reading. And he immediately <laughs> says the line. It's not like he gets to it, you know? The first thing he reads is... I am become death, destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Like what? It's it's so dumb. And this could have easily worked because I mean I assume with the history he got that line from her, but he could have easily just got that line from her while not having sex. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like the sex thing was just so stupid. Yeah, like that that made her come or something. <clears throat> the fact that he was able to read this shit. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I don't know. It could have been done so much better, that one part, and I, I thought it was so dumb. Other than that, though, this movie is so freaking good at points. Like, some of the best Nolan has ever done. The way he conveys anxiety and dread without saying a single word is insane. The applause <clears throat> from the crowd, like the stomping, and he uses, that was... he uses it before you ever, you ever see it happen, so you're not sure what's happening. Yeah. And then the reveal happens, you're like, holy shit. It's cool. I like that. That scene was definitely the best scene in the movie. But everything else, not so good. That's how I see it. There are moments where I was invested, yeah. and then it just loses me. Mm. And then I'm a little bit invested again, and then it loses me again. I feel like that should have been the climax and the ending of the movie, in my personal opinion. It felt like but. the climax to me. Like <clears throat> It felt like the movie was getting to an end at, at that point. But then it goes on for another hour. In the beginning parts of the movie they they did establish the whole strauss thing you know with rdj's character i honestly didn't care for that uh, yeah. storyline at yeah, all I, which like, which a lot of people were like you know yelling at me for but i just didn't care for it comparatively to the bombs obviously it's less enthralling <laughs> yeah exactly it's like uh, we're watching up and i like yeah it is interesting to hear how we got screwed over yeah and stuff yeah but it's like this movie should have just mainly focused on that because that part... Also, I didn't care for Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Like, I didn't feel like he did that good of a job, and uh, I just didn't like his character. But, hmm, I don't know. I thought he did good, but... Oh, you, you know who I didn't think did good was was Matt Damon. I thought his character was just, like, <laughs> out of place. He did seem like just the angry, stereotypical drill sergeant type of guy. I'm also not too familiar with the real-life people, so maybe... See, that's my thing, is I'm like, okay, maybe he did do a great job, hmm. but just, like, that's just what the character is like. I, they found someone <clears throat> who looked strangely similar to Einstein, which I thought was crazy. Like, that guy, Oh, I holy agree, shit. yeah. I was like, damn, that's Einstein. Like, right when you see him, you know who it is, you know? Like, yeah. I did not expect him to be there. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't yeah. <laughs> expecting to see Einstein in the movie. I did love the ending of the movie, but I agree it did drag quite a bit. And I wouldn't blame anybody for being bored to tears. <laughs> like, if they weren't interested in history <clears throat> or anything like that. Um, I think the movie suffers because it's way overhyped. Some parts feel pretentious. And I don't know, it honestly feels pretentious just to, like, go around bragging that the movie's the greatest masterpiece of our time. When, like, 70% of the movie is boring as hell, and there isn't much going on. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to call this movie 
the greatest masterpiece of our time. I don't think or it like is. Like the no. greatest movie the director's made. You know, yeah. it's just like that's the thing that irks me. Like I, I don't give a crap if you're like, oh, the movie's good. It's great. That's yeah, yeah. fine. But people yeah. are just going around saying it's the greatest movie of our time. That that just doesn't make sense to me. That is silly though. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's just because it's new. I bet like um, a year from now, people might change their mind. But um, I, I do think that it is insane what Nolan pulled off with practical filmmaking in this. Pretty much no CGI. Everything you see, like even the um, the particles moving around and all that shit. <clears throat> yeah, that prepped. stuff was pretty cool. That was insane. Yeah, and I loved the uh, the flash effects that they used in certain scenes to invoke like a super rush of anxiety you know like how you would see a bomb go off and you'd like obviously everything gets brighter yeah and then i loved how uh how they used different things to show us oppenheimer's inner turmoil when it comes to like the future you know he doesn't know what's going to happen so he he thinks that he just ended the world you can see that like when he looks into a pond you see all those ripples you're like oh shit like this guy believes that he was like a huge contributor to the end of the world which is insane I thought yeah, that, he probably, that was cool. Yeah, I I did like how they showed that fear of people genuinely thinking like the world's going to end now because yeah, the ball. And also the terrifying concept of him, you know, sitting at the stand uh saying all these things that he doesn't believe to a crowd that's cheering like crazy yeah. and thinking about all those hundreds of thousands of people yeah. that died while all these people are cheering about it, you know? Yeah, and then he <clears throat> he imagines himself stepping into a... The a, corpse? Yeah, charcoal corpse. Yeah. Yeah, that that was insane. There, there were some really great moments throughout, and I loved the, I agree. I loved the ending. I loved how it wrapped everything up with Strauss's character and how it, like, showed his ego and how that tw- was twisted and how powerful people can misinterpret things and then fuck over each other because of that. It- you know what? I just I just realized why I didn't like his character because the, his reasoning for what he did was the silliest thing. Well, he he thought you that uh, I mean? he thought that Robert um, turned everybody against him in the science community. So no, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like I I felt like that was just I don't know. It's just a silly misunderstanding that caused him to just go crazy and do all these awful things. I don't know. Maybe. It's like a pride <clears throat> thing, you know? If you're in a community and then you think someone in that community has turned everybody against you, like, you're going to hate that person, you know? like uh, Yeah, I guess that's true. Especially, like, Einstein. Like, he thought he made Einstein hate him, and Einstein was m- one of the most respected people of the time in that community, you know? I don't think it's Nolan's best work. I think it's two ways I, I think of it. Like, filmmaking-wise, I thought it was excellent. Probably one of his best. But as far as, like, entertainment, no. <laughs> no. That's yeah, definitely not a like entertaining movie. That's for sure. I'd give yeah. it like a like a six out of ten. Pr- maybe like a five point five out of ten. <laughs> Aaron over here really fucking hates history. I I don't hate it. No, that's that's the sad thing is I love history and yeah. that whole like Hiroshima uh, Manhattan Project situation has always been super interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was so upset. With the uh, fact yeah. that it wasn't that good. It did drag. I feel like he put too much in, <clears throat> you know? Boy. Like, he could have trimmed some bits or, like, I don't know. I don't think every single conversation in this movie was necessary. Uh, also, I don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember any character's name at all. Yeah. There were so many. Yeah, there's so many, yeah. But I'm sure for a history buff, it would be pretty cool. 
be like, oh my god, yeah, it's if him. You, if you remember, I remember Heisenberg. I remember his name. But yeah. other than you know, it's like I'm sure if you know all the names already, it's probably like one of those uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme where you just point at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be honest. What do you give it? This is not a movie that I would seek out to watch to have fun or to be entertained. It's not a movie that I would be like, "Hey guys, let's go and barbecue and watch Oppenheimer." Like, no, <laughs> it's not yeah. gonna happen. You know, like there's so many vastly more entertaining movies out there. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I'd probably give it like an eight. The high points in this movie are super high, and I was like in my seat, like gripping my chair. But yeah, I agree. Like most of the time, I was like, "All right, well." Yep, they're talking yeah. still. And what makes it even weirder is that if this movie didn't have any music, I feel like everybody in the audience would fall asleep. Oh, the, yeah, I forgot to talk about the music. The music is like the driving force behind this movie, it feels. Every single scene, there's like this this underlying music going, you know, like it's trying to build up tension. It's like, oh, my God, something crazy is going to happen. But then, you know. An hour passes and nothing happens and the music is still going and you're like, okay, when's it going to happen? No, I, that that's what annoyed me is like it felt like there's like this huge buildup and it's yeah. been going for like 30 minutes. <laughs> and you're like, what is this building up to? Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. I mean, it is it is a good tactic, good filmmaking <clears throat> tactic to make the scenes more intense. You did start to notice it and it got kind of a little irritating at times. But yeah, let's talk about Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie. Let's you know what? Let's rephrase it. Let's talk about the better movie. <laughs> it's, it's definitely more fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Barbie was awesome. I thought it was a great movie. I hate it. Oh god damn it. It hates men and I'm yeah, a man. I knew it. I'm a man and it hates <clears throat> me. It hates me. Oh yeah. I wanted to say say this on the podcast. Well, after the movie was over, we were walking out and there was this dude and his girlfriend in front of us and he was like loudly uh exclaiming God, all this movie did was just, like, call men stupid and act like all men are idiots. And then his girlfriend's like, well, no, it's more about, like, being yourself. And, like, men and women don't have to conform to the stereotype of what they are. Just be themselves. He's like, no, it made all men look stupid. And they were, like, loudly arguing. I felt so bad for the girl. Because you could tell she loved the movie. And this yeah. dude was just, like, being a complete asshole in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of uh, bros think the movie is. They think it's, like, calling men stupid. And that is the most uh, brain-dead thing you can say. I think it, ju- it just stems from a, a lack of understanding of what the movie's trying to say. You know? Like, I can, I can kind of get where they're coming from if they're watching it from... One, from that perspective from, of from like wanting, a, yeah, like a very strict point of view where they're not willing to budge at all. Well, I I also feel like people, a lot of people, go into it wanting to bash on it. You know, like yeah. they're, they're going into it wanting to say that oh, this movie's just trying to brainwash people and stuff like that. So obviously, if they pick out, say, the very beginning of the movie where it is Barbie Land and women do run everything, and they're instantly yeah. in their dumbass brain going to be like, oh. Oh, God! (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, the people who hate this movie, they see Barbie Land and they think, oh, my God, this movie is telling me that Barbie Land is perfect land and the real world sucks because it's ruled by men. And that's all they take away from the movie. You know, that's all they take away. Which is which is funny because at the end, they're saying that Barbie Land wasn't good that way. (laughs) Yeah. Literally what it was saying. Yeah. Like the end end of the movie, all it talks about is men and women both need to just find out what they like and do their own thing 
they don't have to conform to whatever media tells them to be or like the stereotype of a man or woman you don't have to be that yeah and these people also uh they don't understand what barbie land is supposed to represent you know like yeah when a girl is growing up they play with barbies and they have complete control over that make-believe land right and then when they grow up all of a sudden they're 30 and they have much less control over their life now they get smacked in the face with reality that they do live in a patriarchy you know like it's not nearly as bad as it used to be obviously like things are improving yeah it's showing that like women want things to be e- equal for them dude the, the, honestly the movie is fucking hilarious I yeah. just want to say. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Like, I didn't expect to laugh out loud, but yeah, it was it was actually really funny. Ryan, uh, uh, Gosling. Reynolds Ryan Gosling, not yeah. Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Gosling <clears throat> did amazing. Did I say Ryan Reynolds earlier? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I hope I didn't. But yeah, Ryan Gosling did amazing. Yeah. So did all the Kens, and so did all the Barbies. Honestly, everybody did a great job. I was laughing my ass off throughout the whole thing. I thought it was so funny. Like, some of the jokes are kind of, I don't know, they're kind of weak, but they still got me. Like, the whole, I'm going to beat you off, bro. Yeah, um, the, the beat you off. Like, that shouldn't have been, that shouldn't have made me laugh. But in the context, <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah, because they're, 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 they're really Barbies. silly jokes. Yeah. It's obviously supposed to be an exaggeration of the real world, you know? When Barbie goes to the real world, she's instantly harassed by, like, 20 men. Like, that won't happen to normal people, you know? Like, this well, this movie to is supposed fair, to be an exaggeration. If you are dressed how, how Barbie is dressed in that situation, yeah, you probably will. I don't think so. I th- you could dress however you want. You walk down the street, you're not going to get harassed by, like, 20 guys in a matter of, like, five minutes. It just doesn't make sense. Get your, get your ass smacked. Like, come on, dude. Like th- this. Well, okay, not not that <laughs> extreme. Yeah. But yeah, like I'm saying, you will get like looks and you will yeah. get comments. Yeah, you might get gawked at yeah, or whatever. You might not. You probably won't get a dude walking up and smacking your ass out of nowhere. Which yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, that happens all the time. It's just trying to portray that that shit happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> it was trying to condense all the worst things about the patriarchy into like this one scene. It's not supposed to be realistic, people. Like this movie's about a, a Barbie coming to real life. Like, come on. And Barbie Land is supposed to be like the polar opposite of the real world, right? When Ken goes to the real world, he's like, oh my God, the patriarchy fucking rules. <laughs> and he gets a book with like horses and about patriarchy and other shit. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he completely misunderstands what the patriarchy is and he brings it back to, to barbie land and they like <laughs> they worship horses now and uh <laughs> and, and it's funny because that was actually showing how ridiculous a lot of people portray the patriarchy as mm-hmm. you know it's not that ridiculous mm-hmm. but it is still bad and that's what it's trying to say is like yeah oh yeah also will ferrell did good yeah um i don't know i, I felt like his his character was probably like I thought he would. Hey, he had funny moments, but he was probably the weakest out of all the the, oh, yeah, the yeah, guys. I guess that's true. Like I thought, Alan was the funniest. He's such like an outlier and random character. I love that. <clears throat> and <laughs> when they're all doing, I don't know at what point this was, but um, all the Kens are like, "Yeah, I'm Ken. I'm Ken." And then he's like, "And Alan." <laughs> yeah. Out of nowhere, Dude, the best part is when they all sing "Push." Yeah, that that was the best scene. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> they sang well, at branch the- out. 
You're like trying to actually <laughs> sound like him. Yeah. We didn't even touch on like how cool this movie is in the beginning with like they created the Barbie world, you know, but as, Oh yeah. yeah. Like that, that was, was crazy. I don't know if this is real. Let me let me check. But I heard that Barbie uh, required so much pink paint that it caused a worldwide shortage. What? Really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, while building out the set for the new live action Barbie movie, designers used so much of one particular shade of fluorescent fuchsia, fu- fu- fuchsia? Am I, I'm not saying that right, that they contributed to a global shortage. God damn. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense because if they have to paint every single thing there pink, like, that's a lot. What I thought was pretty ingenious about Ken and his plot thread is that, um, you know how a lot of women throughout history have been taught that they're nothing without whim, without, without whim, without men, <laughs> without whim, you know, like <clears throat> their self-worth and their identity is hinged on the man, right? Like, like they're nothing without a partner, basically. So I like that they put, they spin that on its head and they made Ken basically have the identity of a woman. Like, in the real world, you know? He thinks that he's nothing without Barbie, right? Like, he hinges his identity on Barbie. Like, if Barbie wasn't there, he wouldn't exist, which is, ironically, pretty funny because in the real world, the Barbie... It's the opposite. Well, the Barbie doll, obviously, Ken wouldn't exist without the Barbie doll, right? Like, the actual Barbie doll. Like, Ken, in the real world, was only built as, like, a companion for the Barbie doll for girls. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty funny. And then he just made that into a character... For, the, for Barbie Land, and then his entire story arc is basically just, like, learning by the end of the movie that he can exist without Barbie, and that he should create his own identity, and, and that's, like, a way for his character to blossom, you know? Yeah, because it's basically, like, Barbie Land is, like you said, the polar opposite of yeah. the real world. Yeah. And um, that that's why I find so hilarious, is that's why so many men are upset, is because something that girls deal with all the time, which I w- would also like to clarify, this is obviously in a ridiculous fashion. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad, like, in, you know, the Barbie land or whatever. But in the real world, it's like that, where women are treated like how Ken was treated mm-hmm. in the uh, beginning of the movie. So it's just hilarious that all the men are mad. <laughs> I just know. because of that fact. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be treated like that. I know. It's like, hey, <laughs> I wonder he why. Goes home and yells at his wife about the Barbie movie. It's so ridiculous. <clears throat> it's kind of a uh, a massive self-report when guys are hating on this movie and they're it like brings their insecurities to light, you know? Because it's like, well, I wonder why you're feeling that way, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe dig a little deeper. <laughs> That's how it felt with that one dude. Dude, he looked exactly like a Reddit moderator. He had like <laughs> the the greasy hair. He had a Pokemon hat on with the with the flat bill and it's backwards. Yeah, he was pretty large. You could see the sweat through his shirt. Mm-hmm. It was, <laughs> and it's hilarious because his girlfriend actually looked pretty, and he's over there just big, burly, sweaty dude. Oh, this is making men look stupid. <laughs> just so funny. Yeah, that's why I said earlier, just stems from a misunderstanding of the movie and insecurity. Yeah. But overall, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really clever, witty, funny. I liked the soundtrack a lot, too, actually. Like, my wife and I were listening to it in the car, and it, it, <clears throat> it kind of bangs. Not gonna yeah. lie, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 
And I feel like the ending message of the movie is like really good for for a lot of like women and and, yeah. and surprisingly, I feel like this movie isn't even directed towards like young girls. I feel like it's just directed towards like young women and adult women in general. Yeah, because at the, the end. because women nowadays were the people that played with dolls, like Barbie dolls. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. What? I, I hate when people, and ever, everyone I was hate, acting like it was for children. Yeah, I hate that when everybody was like, "Oh my god, this movie! Do not take your kids to this; it'll poison their mind." Like this movie is made for women and girls, you idiots. Dude, half the girls going there probably have never even played with Barbie. I know, but what the, the women, the women going there, they probably all played with Barbie because it was literally like the number one girls' toy back then. Yeah, everybody had a freaking Barbie. Yeah, people just refuse to think. You know, when it comes to this type of thing, they they feel a certain way and they think they're like, okay, that's how it is. You know, well, because they would they would rather not think and get angry about Mm -hmm. (laughs) about that. Because if you believe uh, that stuff that, you know, women are out to take over the world or some shit and you go into that movie, you're going to, you know, pick and choose every little thing and come back and be like, oh, they're trying to destroy us. They're trying to brainwash everyone. (laughs) I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. I'd probably give it an, an 8 out of 10 as well. I will grant these right wing boys one thing that this movie is very heavy handed with its politics. It's not does not shy away <laughs> from that at all. Um, so, I think it's a good thing, though. Yeah, for us. <laughs> no, I'm but, saying yeah. like it, it, it's a good thing, like for I feel like women in general, just because a lot of times it's sugar coated. It's a nice, refreshing thing that the movie is, for lack of a better word, based. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do love that Greta Gerwig was unapologetic with her vision. She, she could have very easily made a safe Barbie movie for her kids. Um, yeah, like a please everyone type deal. Yeah, but she just went all in with what she wanted to do, and I think that's cool. Um, I mean, she obviously knew that there was going to be some sort of backlash to this. Oh, yeah. Even though, like, obviously the, the liberal mindset is more accepted in Hollywood and the mainstream doesn't mean that she won't still receive a lot of backlash. So I still, I think that's cool. Did I say I'd give it an eight again? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, give it it. And I, I'd give it an 8.5. Hilarious movie. And I feel like it's definitely a movie that's just like, you know, obviously the polar opposite of Oppenheimer, where it's just a movie you can just chill out and watch and have a quick laugh because it's not, don't get me wrong, it's definitely thought provoking at the end. Yeah. You know, talking about women's rights and stuff like that but it still is just a fun movie to watch in general oh yeah can we talk about how um in the beginning when they did that 2001 in space odyssey reference and um and all these people are are mad because <laughs> they think it's yeah. they think it's telling kids that they shouldn't be mothers or something because they're they're destroying their baby dolls or whatever um but no they're just <laughs> saying that oh barbie's the new thing throw away your baby dolls it's time for barbie that's basically what it's saying that's weird that they got that out of that. It's also supposed to be like, well, men had constructed this this world for women, right? Like, like, like the traditional mindset. Women are supposed to be mothers in the kitchen. That's it, you know? And I feel like in the beginning of this movie, it's not that these girls don't want to be mothers. That's stupid. It's that they're breaking away from that mindset and like creating their own world for themselves. You know, that, that isn't controlled by men. I like that a lot. And also, I forgot to mention this. It's so, like, blatant in your face, which any, you know, dude who watches this and says it's, uh, you know, saying that they hate men or something like that is so stupid because at the end, it literally says, I forget her name in the movie, the real world girl. 
in the end, she says, like, can we just have an ordinary Barbie? You know, maybe a Barbie who just wants to be a wife if just because she yeah. wants to yeah. or wants to be a mother or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, it's literally saying at the end, you could still be, you know, that just a wife and a mom if you want to. Mm-hmm. But the thing they're trying to say is it's your choice to do what you yeah. want. You don't have yeah. to do it because everyone else tells you to or something yeah. like that, you know. And that's reflected in <clears throat> Ken's character. But everybody thinks that the movie hates Ken. It's so weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People just refuse to look at nuance anymore. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the movie, that they, they said the Kens won't control Barbie Land, but now they'll have like the same amount of power that women have in like the real world or something. Something to that effect, right? I thought that was nice because I think it'd be really stupid if it was like, you know what? Barbie Land will be an equal place for Kens and Barbies. That's cool. But the real world is still fucked. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I'm glad what? they actually showed that, like, this is a process. Yeah, This yeah. isn't something that happens overnight. Yeah, yeah, I love know? that. <laughs> like, I watched Ben Shapiro's review, and, like... Oh, man, I'm so excited to watch all that. I watched, like, the first two minutes, and I was already dying laughing. It's so funny. Like, He's so <laughs> mad. He made that point. He was, like, upset that at the end, Barbies and Kens weren't equal in Barbie Land. And I'm like, you totally didn't understand the point. And then um, he got mad that uh, there's a trans Barbie. Like, he was... He, what? He's of course ups- he did. He was upset that the trans Barbie had a voice that was lower than his when he sounds like this. <laughs> Dude, he, ha- he has, like, the most, for lack of a better word, like, beta male <laughs> voice ever. I mean, I have a pretty high register too, but goddamn, I would never say something like that anyway. Like, why? Why would you say that? Oh my god! Like, every- no, it's just it's just funny because like his his voice is like what he would make fun of of another man having a voice <laughs> like that. You know, he sounds like the stereotypical nerd type shit, and he, and he would call someone who sounds like that a beta. That's how hilarious it is. Yeah, it's so funny because he's so big on YouTube. Literally because it's a combination of idiots who who listen to him and believe what he says Mm. and people who find him so batshit crazy and stupid that he's entertaining (laughs) just because of that. (laughs) And I'm one of those people. I want to watch that video because it's so entertaining how stupid it is. Yeah, it it really is something else. I think you'll enjoy it. But if we want to move on, I mean, do you have anything else to say about the movies? I'm sure I'm missing something, but yeah, overall, like, that's basically my thoughts. I'm sure I'm going to end up thinking about something. Overall, good movies. Good movies. Yeah. I guess we could talk about whatever the hell is going on with Twitter. You mean X? Yeah, Twitter. Is it called Twitter X or is it just X? Just X. X X.com. It's literally literally (laughs) X.com. God, Elon is so fucking dumb, man. I don't understand. (laughs) What makes this so funny to me is how he had the perfectly branded platform, you know, like Twitter, tweets, retweets. And he's going to try to change all of it. Like what? It was. It's been ingrained. I know. It's been ingrained in everyone's mind for years, for so many years. It's part of the the cultural zeitgeist. Like it's everybody knows what a tweet is, you know. And it, it's like ingrained in everything, not only in like the world of social media, but far beyond that. Like it's it's just wild. Yeah. That and just the fucking video that he posted three hours ago of just an X, and it's just <laughs> glitching around. <laughs> 
<laughs> like graphic design is his passion, guys. <laughs> he he's. <laughs> It reminds me of like the intro to like a fucking COD a Minecraft comp- YouTuber, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like a trick shot compilation or something. Oh yeah, that that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's so edgy and like makes no sense, you know. And what makes it even better, I, someone did tell me that there's a reason behind this. That like forever he's been trying to make x a thing or something. Like he's been trying to make this company and this company and whatever. He's always wanted x dot whatever to be a thing and so he's finally doing it but what makes it so funny is that since the time that the internet has been created what do you think of when you think of an x on the internet exactly (laughs) exactly what i'm saying like like everyone is just making porn jokes now yeah oh yeah let me go head over to (laughs) x.com what the fuck are you watching over there man i can't wait to watch some x videos on x yeah, dude, ne- next he's going to buy X videos. Oh my god, he probably will. He probably spell it, spend he another probably like probably will. <laughs> spend another like 8 billion dollars to buy that porn site. Just like, Oh god. my god. Like there's got to be some sort of reason, right? He explained that Twitter was acquired by X Corp both to ensure freedom of speech, of course, and as an accelerant for X, the everything app. This is not simply a company renaming itself but doing the same thing. What? Yeah, and apparently X.com is a company that Elon founded 24 years ago, and he's just realizing that with Twitter. He's, like, rebranding it, turning it into something new, which is dumb. This is why we need to stop having billionaires. Like, a a dumbass billionaire can just buy one of the biggest websites on the platform and just make it his personal MySpace. Like it's so stupid. Maybe you know, the, I feel this, like buying Twitter, Twitter today. I think this is a blessing in disguise. Maybe Elon is what we need all along to to break Twitter down into something unusable, so nobody's on there anymore, and we can finally spend time doing things that make sense. <laughs> you can you can subscribe to people on Twitter now for four dollars a month. Yeah, you can see their their uh, their epic hidden tweets. Why? <laughs> what the fuck? Now, uh, we're, now we're just going to put everything behind a paywall, even social media? I know. Oh, my God. It's so dumb. Like, you know when you click on a uh, a news article on Twitter and it brings you to a paywall on their website and it's like, oh, you want to read this article? You got to pay us $5 and you never do? That's what, yeah. that's what these tweets are. Like, sure, there's going to be some yeah. idiots that do it. But, oh, my God, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever pay <sighs> for tweets? I mean, to be honest, I don't know why I'm asking that question because OnlyFans exists and there are so many people that pay for that shit. So, whatever. (laughs) I mean, literally in the future, everything's going to be behind a paywall. Like, every big company and billionaire is going to try to find some way to put a paywall behind something that shouldn't have a paywall. What the hell can you possibly be tweeting that's worth $5? What? No. Nothing. I mean, maybe like <laughs> what were it's literally like the equivalent of paying just to hear someone say one sentence. <laughs> That's it. That's literally what you're doing. I like, mean, it's so if, fucking crazy. If you have Twitter blue, you can you can have quite a long paragraph, actually, Aaron. Oh, OK. Fair. Fair. You can have a paragraph. All right. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Dude, that that's what I would do. You know, I I'd do the subscribe thing. And then all I do is just say one word tweets. Yeah. And then. <laughs> 
people pay for it and be like, what the fuck? How embarrassing it must be <clears throat> for people in the future to be paying for X Blue and and random Twitter users uh, hidden hidden tweets. Like you you need to have a serious sit down with someone that knows finance because <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not spending your money wisely, my See, friend. But that's the thing. When you're a billionaire, you don't need to care. You could buy whatever the fuck you want. and It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't even make a dent in your large sum of money that you have. No, I'm talking about random Twitter users that, that pay. Oh, for, just random Twitter users. Yeah, oh, okay. that, that play yeah. that, that are going to be paying for X blue, which is like oh, eight dollars okay, yeah. a month and then paying however, however many random Twitter users to see their their hidden tweets every month. Like, come on, dude, you, you need you need some guidance in life if you're doing that. And, I don't understand anymore. And that's not even putting into account, like, OnlyFans stuff. The the things people pay for, like, I mean, there's already, like, how how many different streaming services? Like, 20? <laughs> Dude, th- there's fucking uh, those NPC TikTok streams now that make ungodly amounts of money. Dude, I'm, strugg- I'm like, struggling right now just, just to pay my fucking bills, and people are out there pop-popping, yum, 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 yes, yes, and making <laughs> millions. I need to do that. <laughs> I need to figure it out. Dude, get with the times, Aaron. Get on TikTok and start doing that. God, I <laughs> yes, need yes, to. Yes, 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 like yes. Mm. I'm, I'm out here working my ass off trying to make, like, a long-form, hour-long video on a movie that no one cares about. <laughs> Someone out there just pop-popping makes... Ten times my income. <laughs> it's so dumb. What you guys should be paying for is YouTube Premium. Yes, because then yeah, get that baby. Then we get money. Then then we get money, and I like money. <laughs> get YouTube Premium. Yes, and watch my videos, please. <laughs> yes, and watch watch the ads if you don't have Premium. Smile. <laughs> no one watches the ads anymore. <laughs> I know. No one watches the ads anymore. That's why we have to do sponsors you know like it's just dude you know what pissed me off i reviewed a movie and it had to do with oh it's the house and i reviewed it and it has to do with materialism and people were calling me out that it had a sponsor in my video i'm like bro i'm talking about greed and materialism about people spending money on like fancy cars for example i could barely pay for my house (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean well well, i guess it depends on what you were selling (laughs) Uh, Factor. Well, factor Meals. I think that's what it was that time. Okay, yeah, that's not bad, but if it was, like, I don't know. Yeah, if it was something a little bit, like... Like a gambling greedy. website or something. Yeah, if <laughs> that'd it was be something bad. like that, I understand, <laughs> but it's actually, like, a service that I use myself. Yeah, yeah, that's different. That's different. But, I mean, I wouldn't even blame you if it was something else. Like, it's... Being YouTuber is a pain in the ass nowadays. Yeah, because the thing is, is I'm making money to survive, whereas other people are making money to buy, like, a Ferrari or some shit, you know? Like, I never, ever, they, ever... They're play. overindulgence. Yeah, whenever I see a YouTuber do a sponsor, I'm like, good for you, dude, and I skip past it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's Every what you time, should do. Like, <laughs> if I react to shit on stream, I always say, good for you, I skip to their code, I say, get that if you want it, and then I move on. Yeah, that's how it should be. Ah. <sighs> But anyway, I think that's probably a good place to stop. Yeah, I'm upset enough. I think I think I'm at, at a good level of upset. I'm very to, excited. To I'm excited to see the comments on this video. Oh do, boy, do you it's think, gonna be interesting. Do you think we have any like any uh, right wingers? Like super hot takes. 
Do you think we have any, oh. any people like uh, that? That oh, definitely. That definitely. Lo that love the critical drinker and uh, who else? <clears throat> a Ben Shapiro. And do you think they oh, watch 100%. this? Oh, one hundred percent. I bet we'll get maybe one or two comments calling us idiots. <laughs> and there's definitely more here than my channel. I, I think I've gradually uh, had them scared off oh, over yeah. time. Do you know how long it's taken me to like shed myself of all the people who subscribe to me for people ruin everything? It's still happening. Oh yeah, I, I can imagine. I haven't made one of those videos in what like five years, and I'm still getting people unfollowing me and unsubscribing because I don't make them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you guys not get the hint? It's been quite a while. <laughs> Dude, I, I literally get people like like saying, okay, when's the next FYI? You know the fuck you internet <laughs> series I did back in like 2016? <laughs> like, hey, bro, when do you bring in that series back? <laughs> it's like, dear lord, get over it. <laughs> so funny. Or, or or not not that, but actually sing review. I get that still all the time. Uh, sing review, and I'm like, dude, I've been making movie reviews for like three years. Can we stop asking, <laughs> please? But Aaron, that's your area of, of expertise. You got to keep making mm. sing reviews. No, no. You have to hate on Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. Yeah, that's true. I gotta. <laughs> that's all I did when I, oh, during. That's why I hated doing it. Is I just made a video that said this guy sucks, <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly like mentally draining doing that because you feel like an asshole whenever you make videos like that. Yeah, that's I mean true. that's kind of just commentary in general, though. Back then, like when yeah. you just shit talk people, it really just gets to you after a while. You yeah. know, if you're a, a normal person who has feelings. <laughs> That's why whenever, some people just don't give a shit. Like nowadays, <clears throat> I used to just like go all in on people, and yeah, it did get exhausting, and it felt a little sociopathic. But nowadays, yeah. when I make it like a, a negative review on something, I always talk about what I liked about it, even if it's like the worst thing on earth. You know, like, same, yeah. Every single time, like the new Winnie the Pooh horror movie. I talked about a bunch of stuff I liked in that, and and like throughout YouTube, if you look at the reviews for that movie, every single one is trashing it. Every single yeah. one, you know. You got to find that happy middle ground. Yeah, like granted, some stuff is so bad that it's just like it's funny, irredeemable. But then that in itself is almost a positive because it's funny that it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyway, are you excited for Blue Beetle, the new uh, DC movie, Blue Beetle? I don't know. I might see it. I don't know how I feel about it so far. Wait, you I've seen the like, previous for Do you like over Blue Beetle? I've never heard of it. I've never seen anything of Blue Me neither. Beetle. I have no idea who Blue Beetle is, but it, it exists. Blue Beetle. I'm so excited. Yeah, don't, don't know what it is, but sure. Although I have to uh, bite my tongue here I because I didn't know what Guardians of the Galaxy was before seeing that. So True. I didn't either. And I love um, those. I thought it was going to be Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs? I don't even know what Do that you is. Ever, you've never you know, never seen Beetleborgs? There's got to be... Okay, guys, leave a comment below if you if you know what Beetleborgs is. It's like a sci-fi kids show from like 1996. Oh, really? It, it's like a knockoff Power Rangers, but they turn into like Power Rangers that look like Beetles. Oh, I think I do remember that. It's like one of those things that's like hidden in the recesses of my brain, like way deep Here, down in there. I'll send you a little snippet of them. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Beetleborgs. I think I remember seeing that. So weird. It's such It's such a weird show. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> they have like a... Oh, God. 
the the bad guy that looks like uh here well, let, let me let me send you you'll probably know the name of the guy let me send you this thumbnail yeah look at that chin he's got that giga chin <laughs> you should review this right. review that for your channel Beetleborg. I've I, I've had it on my list for a while because it's <laughs> such like an obscure show of my childhood. I would watch it. Uh, all right, guys, that's gonna be it for us. That was a good podcast. Fantastic. Let us know <laughs> what you thought of Barbenheimer in the comments, and we will see you on the next Angry Joe Show sometime. <laughs> maybe in a few months. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe in a week. Maybe in a few months. I don't know. See, that's that's the beauty of subscribing to us. <laughs> you never know when you're getting you another. You never know. <laughs> it could be a week. It could be 10 months from now. <laughs> and make sure to check us out on Spotify because I have been posting it there. So Hell yeah. And I our highlight channel. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that Aaron Bull set up for me. I'm oh, I already that. did. I oh. already did. It's just Alien Bacon Highlights. Right? Yeah, subscribe to Alien Bacon Highlights, even though you're you're, you're watching the same thing twice. Subscribe to Alien Bacon <laughs> No, subscribe anyway. <laughs> Do it now. Thanks for watching. Right. Bye.